Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany, and I love cats. Oh, yeah? Tell me more. Meow. So on today's show, we will be reviewing two wines from Portugal. And as usual, I brought a red. And I brought a white. Intro. So, Brittany, what do you have for us this week? Yes. So, for the red this week, I have a 2019 Alentejano. Pulled that out of my butt from four years of Spanish in high school. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) And it's from southern Portugal, and it comes in at 13.5% alcohol. Now, the label is pretty simple for the most part it looks like it has it has grapes on it but they're blue so pretty much this is actually a red blend so what is the alentejano on there then so that's where it's from the region within the region (laughs) cool well um i don't know exactly what to expect but um it's a regional blend so let's uh let's get in here we like red blends so let's go (laughs) All right, so pouring this into the glass, it's reminiscing like the blueberry wines we had a couple, a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's that same purple color. I totally agree. Very purple red, but super duper purple. Yeah, it's cool looking. It's pretty dark, honestly. Um, some red blends, you know, are a little more translucent, but this one is pretty, pretty dark. Let's take a smell. Let's do it. That smells like Shiraz immediately. It's like, this is one of those gotchas that they they throw into the quiz at the end of the season to be like, is it a Shiraz? No. (laughs) It's an Alentejano. So I would agree that it is Shiraz-like, where it does have that prominent cherry smell. Smells sort of alcoholic, but not a ton of alcohol in the nose. Clearly some thyme and oak. There's vanilla and and baking spice and... I would say so. And it's kind of stick smelly. Slightly twiggy. Huh. I don't get that as much, I guess. You don't get that? No, it's more baking, maybe like cedar. If it's if there's wood. Woody. Yeah. Some but it's wood not like, essence. It's not like the woods, like twigs. It's like. But it's not like tobacco with wood. No. No, it's just. You know, that's why I'm thinking it's just oak. It's what oak we're smelling. I think so. Well, uh, let's get in and taste it. Awesome. Well, it's quite sweet. Uh, it would not be mistaken for Shiraz at this point. It is um, definitely that cherry is like the overwhelming big flavor. It that's is very thick. Yep. And vanilla-y still. It's the syrupy. Oak. Just the texture is getting to me. Because it's thick and syrupy in a way. Not as syrupy as, you know, a very sweet dessert wine, but it's the, in the middle of dessert wine and, and the typical wines that you drink. Yeah, and the, and the finish is especially, it's pretty long, and it's uh, especially cherry and syrupy. But um, it's not bad, honestly. It, like, for all of those descriptors, it's not bad. It has this kind of... Um, 
ongoing that that length is actually pretty nice and um the you know you can't go wrong with like uh grapes fermented in a nice oak barrel you get some like it's not clearly not fake oak like this is nice um and it's been you know sp- you know spent a little while so that that's nice Right. So my understanding of this wine is that it's a red wine. It says on the back of it, it's vino tinto slash red wine. And so that means it's a blend. And this is very, very well blended. I feel that it's super balanced and that they did a good job with whatever types of grapes they put in there. It's not listed from what I can see. It's just, it seems like it's just different grape varieties that are within that region. That's my guess. Yeah, Portugal does that pretty often. They'll have lots of unique varieties. Well, um, honestly, pretty cool. I like that it is uh, It is so oaky. You know, it's, uh, it's refreshing to get one of those once in a while. The style has been to stray away from those in, in recent years, but um, it's nice that this one is kind of in that, in that style. Yeah, I would agree that it's it's a pretty good red blend wine. It's very easy to drink for the most part. It's it's I wouldn't say it's generic. I would say it does have that special kind of twinge to it where it's a little sweet. Especially on the nose, it's pretty unique. The taste is a little more of like some generic red blend, but yeah. that, that smell that we were discussing this that's very cool yeah it's interesting that you thought shiraz right away so i think that this is is a clear winner it's definitely a competitor in terms of red blends but it's different because it has that sort of sweetness in it i think that's what it kind of takes it out of the bunch for but and a lot of people like sweet wines and they love this this is the type of red wine that people typically go for when they love you know, sweet, light, white wines. <laughs> right. If we go back to the Charles Shaw episode uh, from a few weeks ago, there was that was the recipe winemaking, trying to make things that people like. This is what they were trying to copy, right? This is the actual nice version of it. It's, you know, it's really well balanced, not too alcoholic. It's got a ton of oak. You know, it's sweet. It's all the things that people like. And this is the type of sweet that won't give you a headache. Right. Right. Exactly. So... Uh, I think that a lot of people would love this. No one's going to complain when this is in their glass. I agree. So, Brittany, what should our listeners know about Portuguese wine? So, Portugal actually produces a ton of wine. It's the 11th in the world that produces so much wine. Um, So, you know, you're going to have a lot of fun there. (laughs) Yeah, especially compared to how big the country is, which is not that big, right? Like 11th biggest, okay, sure. What does that mean? But when you see how small Portugal is, that's actually a pretty big number. Right. And also, Portugal is actually very famous for port wine, which is, I'm sure everybody's heard of. It's a super, super sweet, desserty type wine. It's actually necessary that it's sweet also. And it's super high in alcohol. It usually comes in at 20% alcohol. Or more, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, so, and port is like, you know, you see it in historical movies. They've been drinking it for hundreds and hundreds of years. So, at this point, there's tons of different types. There's red and white and tawny and all the different ones. We didn't 
do one here because um, we're not the biggest fans of super sweet wines ourselves. So, um, but maybe we'll have to do an episode just on that. That's if we wanted to, we could do like an episode just on port wine, probably. And as I mentioned already, you know, this type of wine is labeled per its region, similar to how France does it. Mm -hmm. So often you won't really see the type of grape. You'll really just see where the grapes were grown. But they know what grapes are in there based on where it's from. Exactly. And also something that's really interesting is Portugal grows a lot of different types of grapes, but they're not the ones we're used to. They're very unique to Portugal. So they're hiding something. <laughs> they're keeping secrets. A lot like um, when we did the Greece episode, they have tons of, of grapes that are only grown there that you really only find when you're in Portugal. Yeah, so it's fair to say that these are just grapes that grow really well in Portugal and nowhere else, so I guess they're not secrets. <laughs> well, um, we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we will try out our other wine. See you then. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. So, Cyrus, what did you bring for us this week? Well, uh, for my wine, I have a 2021 Vino Verde, uh, f- which is mostly uh, Lureo and Alvarino grapes. And it comes right from the northern edge of Portugal, right on the border with Spain. And it comes in at 11.5% alcohol. Now, uh, the label is a pale green color with gold lettering and some black accents and it's got a little uh symbol that looks like kind of maybe two ears and uh beyond that it it was pretty um well rated when we looked it up so i'm excited to try it me too but um yeah uh let's get right in here awesome well it's a pretty clear white wine. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it is like if you looked up white wine on Google, this, this is, is what you picture. would get. <laughs> agree, agree, totally. And there's no bubbles to speak of. Yeah, very flat. Well, uh, let's smell it. Okay. My nose hairs are gone. They're gone. And it's very lemony. So, dear listener, uh, there was a swishing accident in between. If you look us up on our YouTube, you will see that Brittany has wine on her now. And now back to the show. Yeah, so this is a pretty light smelling. It's not particularly aromatic. Uh, what I do get is kind of your classic apple, pear, and some... Lemon. Lemon. Yep, there's some citrus, so... Um, I'm hoping that it is a little more nuanced on the taste. I hope so, too. I, I anticipate that it will have that acidity in the taste and our mouth will be watering, which is totally fine. But as long as that comes with, you know, the nice warm white wine taste that we tend to like, that would be great. Well, let's get in here. Great. Mmm. That's good. I think... I got more apricot in the taste than I got with the smell. The smell, I anticipated just super citrusy. But the first fruit that came to mind when I tasted it was apricot. Yeah, and there definitely is still citrus here. And also a little maybe saltiness. I think that's from that Alvarino. Very little, though. Um, 
but a little bit of that minerality. It's honestly less acidic than I expected. Same. Uh, but it does have some acidity and a little bit of sweetness. Pretty well balanced and um, pretty Warm. fruity. Yeah. For it having a couple different grape varieties in there, I also think that it's very well balanced. What I'm getting the sense of in terms of Portugal wine in general is that they're just very well balanced and the vineyards are working very hard to make sure that that happens and that it comes together as a whole, which I think is incredible work. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned earlier, Brittany, uh, Portuguese wine is usually labeled by the region instead of the grape. And Vino Verde, which we're drinking here, can actually be a red wine, a white wine. It's It means green wine, but it can be red, white, uh, rosé. It can be, even be brandy. So the winemakers usually will put uh, on the label some indication of what's in there if it's from one of those regions where it can be any of the above. And so in, in the case of this one, they put that there's the Alvarino and the Loreno in there. So I, I thought that was like kind of a cool little thing where they're kind of doing this halfway between what France does where, you know, if it's from Champagne, you know that it's Champagne grapes and it's Chardonnay, right? And if it's from, I don't know, Bordeaux, then you know exactly what's in those in there. But with Vino Verde instead, you don't know what's in there exactly. You just know that's exactly where the grapes were grown. And then they're going to tell you a little bit more about it so that you know. So it's very heavily when you're kind of doing a blind taste test, you want to think about that region. You want to think about that area and be persistent about it rather than what's the great variety here. Totally. Yeah. Because they're going to be some blend. And in, like you said, in this case, not one that I would have been able to identify because it's pretty well incorporated. It's very good. Yeah. I really, really like this. I, I, this is my style of white wine. It's got that little saltiness. It's warm, and um, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, uh, Brittany, it's been a fun week uh, looking at Portugal and kind of getting to try these wines. Any final thoughts before we close off here? I should probably throw my shirt in the washer. But other than that, I think it's really pleasant and super interesting how Portugal is, you know, handling their wines. So definitely a region to not ignore. And I've had a pleasant time with it. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's so cool how they have so many unique varieties and all of the blends uh, that we've tried are awesome. Yeah, I think we'll have to try more Portuguese wine in the future. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Uh, it's been a pleasure drinking some wine with you. And I with you, Cyrus. Alrighty, bye now. Take care.